0: Dungeons & Drimbus is rated R for root language, rough violence, and raunchy humor. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary.
2: i do declare here's what happened previously on dungeons and dreamers after checking in with the citizens of Longreach to varying degrees of success gary decides to head over to lru to rally the students however before he can get under the fence he is caught by the reclaimers and logan and escorted directly to the palace ...to judge King Rengar himself. I do declare, your honor is back in session.
1: Finally, you come upon ascending marble steps. The gorallon there opens one final door to the throne room. There are four Guralans in here. And seated up on a lush golden throne, you see a man with tight ivory white skin that seems to be stretched too tight over his bones. He has sharp, dark keratinous teeth and a long centipede-like body. His head is covered in a white judge's wig topped with a bejeweled crown. His red eyes seem dull. He like very slowly and like shakily turns to look at you. Welcome to the court of Judge King Renga.
3: Who are you? Uh, name is Ray G. Globamy. What brings you here? I am an author and I am... Um, well, I was visiting. I didn't realize that. Uh,
1: ah. Reclaimer, you may leave. Seal the door. And the Reclaimer that ushered you in exits and closes the door. Upon what authority have you entered the city of
3: Longreach? I guess none. I was not aware that there was a um, system you guys have. And what is the purpose of your visit?
1: Uh, holiday, vacation. You see his body extends and kind of towers over you and then the centipede legs crawl around and begin to wrap around you. And the face like comes up and stares at you. The judge's wig is kind of flowing as he moves, but the crown is anchored in place. And he stares at you with like these dull, like they're almost lifeless eyes. They're staring directly ahead at all times. And he kind of stares through you and he says, I smell deception. (laughs) Oh,
3: I smell, um, popcorn. I have it on good authority that you have been wandering my town, committing conspiracy against me. Oh. Ray That's right. You are on trial for the crime of conspiracy to dethrone the king. The jury finds you guilty.
1: And you see he rears up in an attack position and lunges at you as the Goralans ready their spears.
4: Roll for initiative. 19.
1: Rengar lunges at you, those centipede-like jaws stretching open. You see this kind of bubbling acid. However, as the Guralins have readied their spears, one of them is going to launch it directly at you. They launch the spear. It goes flying past you, skids across the marble flooring of the throne room, and the Guralin begins to run on all six of its limbs towards you. Gary, it is your turn.
4: Gary's going to whip out Ostrogon's Potion of Invisibility and drink it (laughs) and run to the right.
1: You pop the potion, and as you drink the liquid, you see yourself fading, and you go entirely invisible. As this happens, Judge King Rengar, the red eyes are like staring. The gorillas go And his head starts twitching like, Is. The. creature. And he begins to scan around the room. The second Duralin is going to do a disadvantage search for you. Doesn't find you. Third one, critical fails. You see as it is Rengar's turn, he kind of scans the room, you hear the skittering of his centipede-like legs. The crown, it has lots of jagged peaks this kind of like red velvet dome over it and in the center of the crown is this diamond with like it almost looks like a pin like a needle pressed into the middle like holding it perfectly in place and you see it begins to shimmer red as he says show yourself self, self, self. and you hear it kind of reverberate throughout the room and then the red shimmer dies down and you feel like a command wash over you, but it does not affect you. And then the fourth Guralin searches, sees nothing. The first Guralin goes, picks the spear back up, and they all stand by the door.
4: What do you do? What is that crown? You said it's like, pinned to him? You can roll an investigation check if you wish.
1: You get the feeling it is definitely being held on some way, shape, or form. You don't quite know how, but there is something holding it in place. If it were just placed the top, literally just from his head movements and his searches, the way he lunged at you, it would have flown off his head already.
4: Okay, well, can my unseen servant start picking the lock?
1: Roll a sleight of hand for me. I'll give you advantage because he's unseen. So
4: he can just work in peace. 24.
1: Excellent. The unseen servant gets to picking the lock. It is now going to be everyone else's turns. They are each going to do a search for you. Oh, and I'd like to
4: move to a new spot, just to confuse her.
1: As you move to the upper right corner, your feet catch on one of the steps, and Rengar turns and says, hey! and lunges at you directly. Does a. 15 hit you. No. Okay. He bites and like misses you by a fair amount, but he was not far off. (sighs) And he rears back up. You see these like ear flaps on the side of his head kind of peel open with a squish. As they begin to listen more intently. It is now your turn as you hear in your head, not actually out loud, you hear all done and You hear the
4: lock open. Yeah, I'm going to ram through the door now that it's open.
1: So you are going to run through. As you run through, you bust the doors open across. And, and they're all going to launch their spears in your direction. But since you're invisible and you've taken them by surprise, they will also have disadvantage. 18's not going to hit
4: you. No. That's not going to hit you.
1: That's not gonna hit you, <laughs> neither will that. The Guralin on the outside and the two that were guarding the door on the left draw at attention and Rengar says, Guard the exit," <laughs> As they kind of form a line trying to prevent you from leaving that main hallway out of the throne room. You see this third eyelid lifts up off of Judge King Rengar's red eyes. It peels back and as it does, you get the feeling it hasn't happened in a really long time. And the eyes are like stuck to the lid and it is this shriveled, like dried grape flesh of red eyes. He opens those ear flaps that you saw earlier and he says, Think invisibility can protect you. As he listens intently for you, you are running out of the throne room. The three growlins are standing blocking the hallway. The four have launched their spears unsuccessfully. Does an 18 hit you? No. He launches forward and misses you, uh-huh. but you get the feeling it's not because he doesn't know where you
4: are. Okay, I'm going to throw that acid thing that I bought at the grounds in front of me and probably leapfrog over them to the exit.
1: Okay, roll a ranged attack.
4: That would be a 17.
1: You toss this little acid splash grenade. It splats right on the center gorallin and spreads out basically across that entire hallway. And all three of them take six points of damage. As you see, the acid begin to eat at the fur and the skin. Uh, one of their tusks actually begins to melt away. And it has done a sizable amount of damage. They're still standing, but they're writhing and pain
4: Oh, damn, really?
1: Yeah, trying to back up. Okay. Make an acrobatics check with disadvantage. Yeah, that's
4: not good. Seven. Oof.
1: You go to leapfrog over them, but because they're thrashing so much, you actually fall into the acid puddle. You take the nine damage, and we see some of the acid dripping off of this invisible figure. It is then the first Guralin's turn, and he is going to run to try and attack you with that limited sight uh, that he has for a second. Oh, shit. Does a 25 hit you? Yeah. Oof, he does 11 points of damage as he punches you in the back of the head. Oof. And sends you actually flying forward away from the acid. However, he is then going to take 9 damage as he runs into the acid. (laughs) (laughs) Coraline 2 is going to try and make an attack on you. Does a 22
4: hit you? Yeah.
1: Okay. 7 points of damage. He successfully leapfrogs over the acid. Smashes down on you. And then rolls a critical fail for the next one. As he smashes down on you, you take that seven damage, but you like shrug him off and backwards, and he falls backwards into the acid and takes nine damage as well. <laughs> this is, they're all like slipping over each other and like rolling in acid and screaming. And Lascar Allen does not hit you. He crit fails as well. He face palms into the acid. Oh my god. <laughs> Mm. But then Judge King Rengar is going to try and fly and leap up over them. He can see you just fine. Oh, shit. Does a 28 hit you? Yeah. Okay. He is going to bite at you. Oh, my God. He's going to do 22 piercing damage as his keratinous claws dig into your side. Ah! And as he does that, you feel... Venom release from his fangs for 30 points of poison damage. Please roll a constitution saving throw for me. It's 11. You are in shock. As you are in shock, you can't take bonus actions or reactions. Okay. How are you looking health-wise? Game's almost over. <laughs> Oof. Okay. That said, he has latched onto you, but the other Guralans are all kind of fuck. Let's see. The Goralin that you threw the poison on takes another 9 points of damage, but he is going to take a swing at you for 10 points of damage. So the second Goralin totally misses. He rolls an acrobatics check to try and exit the acid now that there is a fucking like three stooges puddle. And he is trapped under and takes another 9 points of damage as well along with the others. Uh, And then the final Guralin, that does not hit you either. However, he does manage to leave the pool of acid. However, since he started his turn there, he is going to take another nine points of damage. As he crawls his way out of the acid, you see it has actually eaten away some of his armor. Gary, it is your turn. Is the acid flammable? I will rule it is so. However, if you light it on fire, it will completely burn out by the end of your next turn. Like... Explosive effects. That might be a fair assumption. Okay, I'm on four health. You will yield to the authority of Judge King Mm. Rengar. He looks at you and you see the crown begin to glow again with that red, but nothing's happening
4: yet. I'm gonna cast bonfire on the acid with all those growlins and run out the door. Okay, roll 8d6 for me. That's 23. You cast
1: bonfire on this pool of green acid with seven goralans in it. And before you even have time to register that you finish casting the spell, it just (laughs) explodes and blows you out the front doors. Rengar is like attached onto you. Oh, no. You guys actually like tumble out together as you him and the Goralin that had made it out of the acid are blown out the front door however all seven of the Goralins in the fire like they get blown so hard that they actually go flying up bang against the ceiling come flying back down (laughs) pieces of their armor are flying they are on fire and they take massive amounts of damage none of them are dead yet but they are well over halfway dead. One of them, one of its four arms is blown off. Some of them, you see, like, chars across their face. One of them has, like, a broken jaw. And it's unsackled. And even King Rengar, even though he wasn't in the splash because he was close, part of his carapace at the back of his body cracks and exposes, like, a gummy buggy inside. As he's... the fire kind of creeps up his body begins to burn away the judges wig so he has like half a wig hanging on just because it is pinned on under the crown as he tosses and turns and screams Uh, and you said you wanted to run right yeah okay (laughs) you run out the palace It takes a lot of energy to push that open as you are weak. You're not doing well, but you push it open. Ah, ah, The big doors and you are now in the open air. However, it is now everyone else's (laughs) Oh no. You're still (laughs) invisible.
4: Oh, no.
1: So a 20 hits you? No, it doesn't. The Guralin, uh that got blown out with you chases after you. He's actually keeping pace. You see he leaps into the air, brings two arms above his head, and brings it smashing down in the snow right next to you. But he misses you because he can't see you, and he's just doing his best guess as to where you are. However, it is then Rengar's turn. Rengar sees you going, and he is going to chase after you and do his best to get one bite on you. Does a 17 hit you? No. no. He snaps at you, he sees you, but he can't quite reach you because you're a little too fast for it. Uh, however, he is then... No, he still can't do that. Um, yeah, you're good. You're good, they escape. Uh, the other Guralans are gonna spend their turn basically trying to catch up to you. I'm gonna say that you have been blown far enough away by the blast that they have to dash this turn. So it is now your turn again as you are now at the very top of the mountain in the open air under the giant's hand.
4: I'm drinking Ostrogon's last potion. I'm flying off of the mountain in the direction of the theater.
1: Okay, you fly off the mountain.
4: Oh my god. Am I still invisible too?
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're invisible and you're flying as you hear... Definitely as you see his like squishy red grape flesh eyes. They're lifeless, but they're tracking you across the sky as you fly.
4: Oh. Wait. They're life He he can see me? Yes. I'm going to fly I'm going to fly to LRU.
3: We're halfway there.
2: I'm already halfway there.
4: This, this, this is the halftime act with Nicky B.
3: <sighs> Where am I? What happened? I woke up naked on a turkey farm again. Oh, there's my pants.
0: Uh, oh, mysterious voice. You're here too? What happened? You don't
3: remember. No? That's probably for the best. Tell him, Roberta. <laughs>
0: Roberta, what's going on? And why is this turkey so thick <laughs> Sweet Mickey Dwell not on the now but be thankful for the here and now Yeah Yeah you know I may be shirtless confused and apparently hung over but it could be worse I've got some episodes of Dreammas to listen to I've got most of my limbs and I'm surrounded by surprisingly bodacious turkeys. Just like old times. <laughs> yeah, w- wait, no, no. You still never told me who the hell you were, or or what you are. Shh. Dwell not on the But be thankful for the here and now. Yeah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. <sighs> so, uh... Any you ladies like, uh, TTRPGs? Well, as a member of the fantabulous Dungeons & Drimbus Patreon at patreon.com slash drimbus, I've got a ton of fun games as featured on the show. This is How You Die, The Drimbus System, currently in beta. Turkey Lurky time. Okay, guess it's turkey time. Anyone got dice? So
3: glad we get access to all these fun games, bonus content, exclusive merch, and more.
0: Indeed. You know, I'm feeling real thankful for the Drembus Patreon. And all our lovely patrons. Jerry Benatados, Queso Loco, Victoria Madrid, Gretchen Vignet, Alejandro Lopez, Ace Andrews, Thomas Murphy, Regina Russell, Salty, Sam Olivos, June Cobb, The Unnamed Rogue, John Gillette, MB Star, Doubtful Guest, Michael Richter, Davis Walden, Denny, Dewdrop, Myth Mouse, Cali Wolf, Brandon and Bishop, Bridge, Twiglets, Joanna, Westberger, Stan Sitzman, Scrambles, The Death Dealer, Aaron Adams, Nathan Mesnard, Ruth Anatos, Morgan Lawson, Stone Melissa Rain, Hensational, Butts a Plenty, The Lone Trumpeter, Normally Me, Dane Kohlhoff, Loon, and Luna.
3: Okay, it's turkey time.
1: You soar off the mountain over the giant's hand. You actually pass one of the fingernails. You fly over the goralins that are rotating around. You still don't see Reclaimer Captain Logan anywhere. As you fly over the Welcome to Longreach sign, you take a right turn uh, towards the west, and you arrive to a little side of town that are various brick buildings. There aren't many people out and about, but you do see a couple of werewolves running around with backpacks on. They seem to be pulling some sort of prank as they throw a pantsless lizard person into the fountain, who then bounces off of the frozen
4: water. Oh, my (laughs) God. I don't know how long that invisibility lasts.
1: It lasts for one
4: hour. Oh my god. Okay. I'm trying... I'm going to look for healing potions at LRU. Roll an investigation check for me. <laughs> this is a hard
1: investigation check.
4: Well, a dirty 20 might help, maybe.
1: Uh, You spot the Science and Arcana building. And you don't know if there are healing potions in there, but you get the feeling it might be your best bet. Gotta try. <laughs> Okay, you open the doors and there's that linoleum tile flooring with uh, magical fluorescent lights. And it's relatively empty in here as well. You see a uh, a bugbear behind the desk with like little librarian glasses on with a loop behind their
4: neck. If I'm still invisible, I'm gonna sneak around and look for potions.
1: Give me three investigation checks. This keep in mind, this is gonna be a hard check as you're gonna scan all the classrooms in here.
4: I got 10, 16, and 13.
1: You find a potion that you think could be a healing potion, but you're not certain. It's a liquid in a flask.
4: Gary desperately drinks it.
1: Roll a d20 for me. 12? You heal for 14 points of damage.
4: (sighs) Uh, uh, shatters the glass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you hear someone say, "What was that?" Meanwhile, this has taken you all told probably, let's say, fifteen minutes of searching multiple classrooms to pillage them. Okay. And do you think you hear off in the distance? Oh,
4: I will go outside if I'm still invisible.
1: You are invisible. As you near the entrance with the bugbear with the librarian glasses on, they get up and they go to search for that noise in the classroom. Uh, But then they stop in their tracks and they turn around as they seem to hear the noise too. And standing outside in like the center of the campus around the fountain, you see there is one scared werewolf wrapped in the center of Rengar's long body. As Rengar looks at it and says, where is he? And you see just an army of Goralins. It, it looks like probably most of the reclaimers from the town are now at LRU. If they
4: don't see me,
1: I want to fly to the theater. Okay. They haven't seen you yet, but you're going to have to fly out and see if you notice. Yeah. Roll a stealth check for me. 17. Oh, are you a lucky duck? You're a lucky duck. You begin to fly to the theater. They don't see you. Okay, I'm going in the theater. You begin to fly back out of Longreach University. You actually see as you take to the skies. I don't know how high you're flying, but I'm imagining you're flying pretty high. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) As you're flying high in the sky, you actually see a number of people from the town begin to run out. As the gorallans have left, there are two gorallans in the center of the square. But you see the construction workers from earlier taking their snow shovels and just <gasps> beating the shit out of them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and
1: as this happens, you begin to take a turn towards the theater. You see some of the citizens booking it the fuck out of town. And as you do, you hear a... <laughs> as pouring down the hill out of the royal district you see Yargen bleeding from the chest chain whip in hand leading an army of just like sickly looking prisoners clad like barely in clothes Yargen himself is butt ass naked uh, most of them are in like little fucking like prison scraps barely covering their privates as this army of people stampede down the upper district
4: <laughs> Potions, potions guy. You see Born Gordy
1: potions. standing outside, he's looking at the commotion. You see him kind of looking at the shop, looking towards the exit. See, uh, suddenly hears the mass of people running down the hill. What do you do?
4: Looking for healing potions in Gordy's shop.
1: Are you talking to him or are you no, just... No, if, uh, if I'm
4: invisible, I'm just gonna fucking Roll
1: it. an investigation check.
4: Natural 20. You don't find any healing potions.
1: Oh, what a (laughs) way! I almost wanted to give it to you just because it's a natural, but no, he was totally honest with you earlier when he said he does not have jack shit.
4: While I was flying, did I see Captain Logan? You do not. Oh. I'm going to... At a safe distance, spectate the clash.
1: You look up as you see the mass of people being led by Yarg, and he's like cracking the chain whip against the ground. Just like screaming, going, Come on, lads where is he? Uh, and you, Aah! as this, it's just reaching like this fucking frenzy of people. They storm out through the gates in like all their frenzy. They have picked up like just the most random shit they could find fucking branches, stones, whatever is available to them. They fucking like beat the shit. They break the windows of the guard checkpoint at the entrance to Longreach, and they storm out to LRU. Yargin leading the charge. And finally, Judge King Rengar rears up and he lunges forward, immediately kills like three of them with one bite, tearing through them. As you see, a lot of these prisoners are really rather weak. Yargin begins whipping. He wraps the whip around uh, one of the goralans' neck, lighting it on fire. It's one of the ones that has already been burnt. Yeah! And it seems to squeeze the life out of it. However, then the other Goralans begin beating on him. He is injured, it looks like. Recognizing that he seems to be the most pertinent threat, about six of the Goralans focus on jargan and begin beating the shit out of him. He seems to be very preoccupied with that as Rengar and the remaining Goralans begin to focus on the arm.
4: Okay, I'm quickly going back to the shop. Okay, you go. Stealing the last two acid things. You got it. And then I'm gonna go back, still at a safe distance.
1: I'm gonna say all this flying, like going back and forth.
4: Yeah. You've got about
1: five minutes left on your invisibility.
4: Okay, that's fine.
1: And probably about 10 or 15 on your flight.
4: And I'm sure people are dying as I'm doing this.
1: Yeah, no, like you come back and Rengar has taken out maybe a
4: quarter
1: of the forces. It looks like he suffered a number of hits, still looking okay though. Jargon, Jargon is beginning to look in rather bad shape. You see he has taken out about three of the gorillas, and he continues to fight. He is like whipping with the whip and kind of punching with the other hand and he's shouting, Keep going lads! Don't give
5: up! We're almost there!
1: But his wound in his side seems to be being exasperated and there is a significant splotch of blood now running down his leg uh, like his entire left thigh is covered in blood as he is just fucking fighting literally for his life rengar is going around you also see there's about a quarter of the prisoners that he's killed there are also about 10 of them who are just paralyzed frozen and he is just flailing them about indiscriminately
4: how many are on yarkin right now
1: He's taken out about three, so let's say there are three left on him.
4: Are they, like, right on top of Yargen?
1: The three that are on Yargen are right on top
4: of him. How do they look?
1: If you were to put him with the three of them in a room and let him duke it out, you get the feeling it would come down to a coin flip. Oh, shit. His wound is bad, and all the physical activity is basically causing him to bleed more.
4: Okay, I'm going to help Yargen first. Is there a way I can throw one of these acid bombs on those three grounds without hitting Yarga. No. No, okay. I'm gonna throw it on Rangar. Go for it. 19.
1: 19, okay, roll that
4: 4d6. Uh, it's 10. You drop this
1: bomb on him. It splatters like right on his midsection, burns away some of the carapace again. However, It also splatters on about four of the prisoners, and you see, without that hard carapace to protect them, it immediately melts through their skin, their bone, and some of their organs. In their weakened, like, thin state, they are instantly done away with. At this point, having taken this, Rengar is gonna look around. He sees you. You are still high up in the air. He says, Fight me! You are now visible, and you can fly for probably the next Four turns or so. Cool. Okay. So you're you're in the last few seconds of your potion. He spots you. They all spot you. He kind of commands some of the gourals mm. up there, and they turn D- to face you. And he is going to try and take out some more forces. Oof. You see, he takes out another two prisoners with just one, chopping them in half with his uh, pincers. Jorgen takes two more really bad hits from a goural. <laughs> You see, he readies that fire whip, there's fire in his eyes. He just lets out a scream, just Aah! and trying to, to like rally out the other people. The Goralins actually seem to kind of get frightened for a second and they step back as he is then going to chain whip him. He kills one of the Goralins. <laughs> as the chain wraps around their torso he whips it down you actually see the flesh tear away and so he only has two ghrelins on him now focus on rengar and he is going to go for him he does a not insignificant amount of damage to rengar as well as he whips the chain upward it wraps around one of those mandibles burns it and he breaks the tip off you hear As he rears up, the prisoners are then up. They are fighting against Rengar, but it is hopeless as they are weakening and they seem to not be able to land hits on him. Uh, Gary, it is your
4: turn. I'm casting Bonfire on an acid soap part of Rengar.
1: Okay, roll the 8 d 6 for me.
4: We're at 21 with that. You
1: cast Bonfire again. <laughs> You blow the tail entirely off of Rengar. Since the splash was in the center of him, he gets rendered in two. He is still alive, balling forward, but you see part of his intestines and mush hanging out. He is looking in terrible, terrible, terrible shape. You get the feeling he is down to less than a third of the health he started with. However, as this happens, you blast all of the remaining prisoners, dead. Just fucking torn apart, there is a fountain of gore that gets mixed and burnt up in the fire. You don't know if any of them survived. Jargon looks like he is probably one bad hit away from death. Part of his beard has been burnt away, his eye patch has been blown clean off, the bear hat goes flying. Uh, He takes a tumble in the snow. You hear a really nasty crunch. It looks like maybe he dislocates a shoulder as he tumbles hard in the snow. However, so do the Gorallans. Two of them get blown apart and only one of them remains barely crawling through the snow, looking in really, really, really bad shape. It is then Jargon's turn. Jargon takes the Chain Whip with his dislocated shoulder brings it up, he looks up at you and he says, we're
5: almost there,
1: lad! And with, like, a scream, he goes, Gah! as he whips the whip with his dislocated shoulder, but fucking burns, like, half of the legs off of one side of Rengar. Ow! He begins to writhe on the ground. He looks like he is on death door. He looks like he is currently worse than Yarkin <laughs> The Guralin... Seeing what has just happened, is just going to try and book it off and out of the snow. However, Rengar is going to take a lunge at Yargen. He lunges, mandibles open. They begin to enclose around Yargin's neck. You see, he kind of balls up preparing for this to happen and then brings his arms out and the mandibles catch trying to dig into his flesh to envenomate him but he is just barely holding him off you get the feeling if he had rolled one point higher he would have landed this hit as he is holding off the weakened rengar it is now your turn gary
4: just a feeling (laughs) gary's gonna cast bonfire right on the guts of the intestine spilling of rengar
1: okay i'm gonna say he's gonna roll a dexterity saving throw for this does a 12 save that does not how much damage does bonfire do 2d8 roll that
4: that's eight and eight.
1: you cast bonfire on the guts and you see that in the explosion some of the acid had poured up over rengar's body and as you cast this it catches flame and works its way up The fire lights the intestines, he begins to writhe in pain. Uh, Yargin just starts fucking punching the shit out of his shitty little desiccated face. Just pa, 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 pa. He grabs the mandibles, he pulls them off. He says, Good job, blood! As he pulls the mandibles off, tearing them, you see like these keratinous fucking like spines fly out with them. And the fire bursts forth out of his mouth as he screams and flails and then drops down, burning dead.
4: (sighs) With my last juice of super flight, I'm going to Superman fly at the Guralin running away and with my clawed hand, spear him in the back.
2: (laughs) You bitch.
1: Okay, roll that.
4: 12.
1: You spear. And uh, he sees you coming and goes, and then like kind of tosses snow in your face and you go (laughs) careening into the ground as the potion of flight wears off. He only (laughs) has three limbs left at this point Uh and he is just running with them as fast as he can off into the snow. I'm gonna chase him.
4: (laughs) What's your speed? (laughs) 40.
1: Fuck. Okay. Yeah. Roll your attack again. 18. You claw him through the back and you feel like his insides on your hands and you keep pressing (laughs) as your index finger pokes out of the center of his pecs. And as you yank it out, he just kind of face plants into the snow.
4: I will walk back to (laughs) Yargen.
1: You see Jargon is laying on his back in the snow. The chain whip is like thrown out. He is holding the bear cap like on his chest. The little like band on the eye patch has exploded. Yeah. You actually do see that beneath the eye patch, he does have a scratch and his eye is grayed out. Oh. And you see the dead body of Judge King Rangar as he just breathes heavily.
4: Mm-hmm. <sighs> <sighs> Come on. He's going to pull him up out of the snow and uh, assist Carrie <clears in throat>
1: Jargon. He grabs the crown off of Rengar, which is still perfectly placed, <laughs> and he pulls it up, but Rengar's head comes up with it. Oh, man. And he says, What the fuck? And he puts a foot on his head and then yanks the crown off. And you see within the crown was a long spike that oh. seemed to have been stuck into his head. It shimmers with that red shimmer that you saw. He says, what the fuck is that?
5: You can't forget to loot, lad.
1: And he, like, <laughs> throws it into your chest for you to grab. <laughs> Need this appraised, I
5: guess. Hey, have you checked on the others?
3: Oh, I, We're strong.
5: Oh, lad, I, I'm sorry. Logan, he set us up. And you see he holds the wound on his body. It was all a setup. He tried to kill me. (laughs) Strong got me my weapons, but... Logan took him out like it was nothing. I'm so sorry, Lot. Where's Logan? I don't know. He flew out while we were fighting the Gharalans on the way out. We have to check on the others quickly. They might not be there. Let's go. Come on. And he starts hobbling with you
1: back to the theater. You guys go through the desolate town. As he can, he's kind of closing eyelids, and he says, I'm
5: so sorry. I wasn't strong enough.
1: And as he bends down to close one of the eyelids, he goes, oh, no. You recognize the old lizard folk as Draenevere II, and you see Draenevere is holding the weapon that he showed you in one hand, as he seems to have been a casualty. He has pincer marks through his torso uh, and burn marks off his legs.
4: He's dead? Yeah. I'm gonna respectfully loot him. (laughs) 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 Drenavir was a good man,
5: oh!
1: And as he says that, like, literally blood spurts out of him and he says,
5: okay, okay, I haven't taken on a wound like this since I was a lot younger. (laughs) Oh,
1: oh, and you see Jargan paling a little bit. Oh,
5: fuck. Wait, wait.
1: wait.
4: Um, I'm going to tear a cloth from Drenavir and try to patch that wound.
1: Roll a medicine check for me. 13. You patch it up, and at least there's something covering the wound, because if you will recall, Jargan is presently naked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> His beard comes down long enough that it almost covers him tastefully, but because it got <laughs> blown off in the fight, it doesn't. But you, you kind of patch him up, and he says, Thank you a lot. Yeah.
5: Uh, quickly
1: we need to move he sees another body he wants to close the eyelids, but like he just waves his hand kind of in the air and everybody says
5: i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm
1: sorry and uh, he he moves along with you as you reach the theater you see grisabeth on the outside And she runs up to you and she says, Gary, oh my God. And she gives you a big hug around the shoulders and she sees that you're battered and bruised. And she says, are you okay, sweetheart?
4: Gary's like so exhausted. There's almost no expression. Just super exhausted. What happened? What
1: happened? Everyone from inside the theater is collected outside. They seem to have heard the commotion and they were waiting anxiously. I'm so glad. Now he's like
4: smiling.
3: You're all I'm so glad (laughs) you're all okay. Um we got the king, but Logan set us up. Everyone in the underhand is dead. Oh god. Stronk is dead.
5: Oh no. You see even
1: Barnabas is propped up outside. He almost doesn't even have the strength to cry, but you just see a tear kind of start to come down. A hush just kind of falls over, and jargen
5: says, We suffered a lot of losses, but Rey is a hero. Everyone in the Underhand Hold is a hero. Longreach is almost free. We need to... We need to and
4: you see jargon collapses into the uh, sea. Gary, Cat- Gary catches. <laughs> yeah, Gary
5: you, catches
1: you just barely catch him and let him down easily as he seems to have passed out from the blood loss. It doesn't look like he's dead, but it looks like he just lost consciousness. Does anybody know where we can get oceans uh, health
5: something? Your best bet would be the monastery. We
3: can't get in this other
5: bats and Oh
1: Christ! And then you hear, I uh, it's not much, but I can see what I can do. Now that we don't have to hide, I can uh, I can ask the rest of the townsfolk for ingredients, whatever they've got. I can try to patch you guys up. Is that Gordy? And you turn to see Gordy standing there. Oh, Gordy!
2: Hey! Quick, everyone, come
5: over to the shop. I'll uh, I'll give emergency medical aid to whoever's. Uh, Whoever needs it, but I don't know who else is coming.
1: I mean, does anybody know? Is the palace empty? Everyone just kind of shrugs their shoulders. Well, fuck it. If Frankar's dead, then the palace belongs to the people. Fuck the courts. Fuck the kings. We'll raid it. They have to have things in there. Okay,
3: patch us up. As best you can.
1: Okay, everyone, try and find whoever's left in town. We'll all all hole up in the palace for now. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Globamy. Thank me. And he shakes your hand (laughs) and Gordy begins like booking it. He starts running up towards the palace and you see all of the ensemble. They pick up Barnabas, they pick up Yargin. Two of them come and grab under your shoulders to try and help you walk up. And Silas, Solera, and Calvin are all kind of huddled up together. And Calvin's like, come
5: on, come on,
1: come on. He looks up at you and he says,
2: Daddy, you did it. You're a hero.
4: Bray looks up at the sky and goes, Don't thank me yet.
2: This has been Your Honor. Your Honor features the vocal talents of Nicholas Benetados as Gary Mogbau. The rest of the world is voiced by your DM, Giancarlo Herrera. Editing was done by Hannah Schooner and Giancarlo Herrera with sound design by Giancarlo Herrera. If you want to support the show, consider checking out the links in the show notes or go to patreon.com slash drip. Our patrons get access to exclusive perks like our After the Show show, After the Drimbus, free exclusive merch, bonus series, and the chance to create items for the show or have NPCs named after you. Oh, and don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to be entered to win a free Dungeons and Drimbus sticker. Thank you all so much for listening, and I do declare, I'll see you all next
5: week.
0: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers
4: flourish. My friend Shayna was like, just so you know, everyone in the Villainous League is coming to kill you. And I was like, oh boy.
1: Imagine NPR in the MCU, the Daily Planet's style desk car talk for jetpacks.
4: It's these American
1: supers. 100% invisible.
3: The speech bubble. It's sequential. The utility belt.
1: Superhuman Public Radio is a fiction podcast telling the hilarious and heartbreaking stories of people in a superpowered world. I thought I was going to die. An invisible car in Chicago? A wee super village? These are the stories that fall between the panels of comic books. I think they knew that I didn't
3: mean to do that to Arizona. Wasabi! <laughs>
4: He could kill himself.
0: Kid, I feel like you're not giving this problem your all.
4: No, no, but yes, I guess most people would call
5: them a death squad. Ta-da.
4: Superhuman public radio. superhuman stories.
5: The only limits are your imagination, and I have a wild imagination.
4: New episodes every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts.
2: This is SPR. Name the supervillain, and we've done the gig. But these Wall Street types that lack the answers to, yikes.